Welcome, welcome, welcome one and all. This is the Lunch Break Show. I am Josh in the studio with Zach and Anna. And behind the boards is our fearless producer, Yeah, Matt. How's it going there, sir? Fearless. Fearless. Yeah. Fearless. Cannot be yeah. stopped. No, cannot be stopped. No fear behind no. that glass. Multitasker. We are excited. We are excited to be here on Friday. We have a lot of fun and exciting content to bring to you. Surprises. Surprises? Guests. Wow. Things of a of a controversial nature, and we have a packed full show. The first one is a epic love story. <laughs> a epic. guy, a yeah. guy goes on two dates in one night, mm. and the what girls have an entirely different experience. <laughs> one evening, right? This isn't like a day date and a night date. No, this is a a a, a one evening. I'll say less than six hour span. It's pretty good. Not bad. Have yeah. you guys Sounds ever tried? Sounds like a romantic comedy in the making. <laughs> Have it you ever does. tried to do two dates in one day? Mm, not with two different people. Back in your prime? <laughs> no. Back when we were all on what, the prowl. What prime? <laughs> <laughs> huh. Anna, two dates. Thinking very hard about this. Well, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> um, it sometimes happens that you go and have a date and then someone else has a party and you end up having not a date but an exclusive conversation with someone else for the whole night. So does that count as a date? A regular libertine wow, over here. Yeah, yeah wow. <laughs> God, well, oh, well, that's yeah, yeah. good for you. Thank good you. for you. Thank you. Uh, two dates, one night. Yeah, this one. This yeah. one. Yeah. No, I've I've never had I've never had two dates. I could never handle like one date. I was always nervous and awkward. Yeah. I couldn't imagine yeah. the uh, the not trying in to my juggle tummy. two. Yeah, no, I would never. I would never mm. be able to pull that off. Yeah, we're for not multiple reasons. <laughs> yeah, we're not the suave guys <laughs> who could do this. <laughs> However, this guy was. So unfortunately, his first date uh, went poorly, to say the least. Uh, ended up with him stealing her car. Whoa! But he did drive that car to his second date. Ah, yeah. So I'm guessing he did not have have a car. So when he's going through the, I'm sure match or let's be honest, Tinder profile. Are you looking just for like the cars in the background at that point in time for your first date? You're Which like, one Corolla, of these can I lift? Yeah, Corolla, no. Corolla, no. Prius, pass. Ooh, an uh, Alexis. All right, fine. I think I think we're thinking too many steps ahead here. This guy, he's not the kind of individual to be prowling for like a sweet, a hot ride, right? I, I think it was just kind of like, you know, I need a car. You're saying this guy's in a this criminal mastermind? <laughs> Maybe the date was going so well he, he missed uh, the bus schedule and he had to figure out how to get a ride. I don't know. The bus schedule. So yeah. So either way, he showed he up to his, steal a car. I mean, he showed up to his first date without a car. Anna, would that be a giant red flag for you if a guy didn't have a car who's an adult on their first date? I don't have a car, yeah, so Anna, Anna, uh, why ask me? <laughs> but but to be fair, Diego has a car. Yeah, but only because he needs it. Remember. Not having a car makes sense in Dallas. If you go anywhere else in the world where public tra transport actually works, you don't need a car. Wow, man. So shade at public God. transport. You went on two dates in one night. This guy went on two dates in one night. He doesn't have a car. You don't have a car. What's up? What's next? It's well, he's from Portugal. Yeah. 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 And then instead of a he, it was a she. It was a she. Right. Um, Guys, what well, what's the issue with the car? You're uh, just so here's, here's I can't. Well, you do it for you know, like the environment and stuff. I don't think he's doing it 
for the environment. Yeah, like, so. first, like, th- this is really weird. Yeah. He stole the car. How did he steal the car? That's all I'm caring about. Well, I mean, she could have got up to go to the bathroom and left her purse there. He yeah. grabs her keys and the keys. So he's gone. a thief. Yeah. Well, yeah, clearly he's a thief. He, he stole a car. He stole a car. Yeah. So the date <laughs> yeah. means nothing. Was there some question up to this <laughs> point? <laughs> about I thought you were assuming he was so suave, she gave the keys willingly. No, 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 no. I'm trying to figure out how the hell this happened because... I don't know, like, how does the media portray this as, like, guy goes on two dates on a... No, it's girl gets car stolen from her on a date. Yeah. That's what he called his article. Yeah. Uh, a, no? a, a, a loving date turned carjacker. Right. Uh, well, here's my question, is if a guy... Because this, to me, was the bigger red flag. Guys' cars and girls' cars are completely different when you're single. When you're together, they kind of mesh. But when you're single... A woman's car is 100% different than a guy's car. You're saying like the, the interior the, decoration? Yeah. yeah. Like, so if a guy pulls up to pick you up on a date, Anna, you get in the car and there's like some pulpery hanging from the, from the, the sun, the, 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 the rear view mirror. There's like 14 lip glosses and then the, and the <laughs> little like side under the radio compartment. Um, you know, those are the kind of things that would be in a girl. There's a scarf and a cardigan in the, in the back. Those are the kind of things that stereotypically would be in a girl's car. The best play for that, uh, the hotline you drop there is, yeah, sorry, my mom rides with me to and from her cancer screenings. Like, that's how you get away with that. Wow. And it's like, wow, what a, what a sweet guy. So you, right? you went from that's car thief to horrible person. Look, yeah, okay, uh, like, right, car thief is not a horrible person. Those are the same thing. You're but, in the same camp. Why for, wouldn't you lie about that? But did we, did, do we know for sure that he picked up this girl? Because the thing is, like, how many times people show up to meeting friends or dates or whatever in different cars and you don't see the person until you're in the restaurant? It's a good question. That's right? true. That's yeah. true. Like, he could get away with that. But yeah. I think, I think I mean, and now we have gone to a society where you meet up for dates and you meet at a location so this person's not driving to your house and those kind of things. Back yeah. when I was dating uh, 10 years ago, um, I I drove to the apartment or the house to pick someone up. You know, I got out of the car. I walked in. Those kinds of things all took place. So when that didn't happen, uh, when you just show, like, hey, I don't have a car can you come pick me up? Like in college, that was a big deal. I went to school in Oklahoma City, yeah. and you had to have a car there as well. There's no, okay. there's not a good public tra- transit. So reading situation. the further text of the article, would you like to know how this all went down? Yes, please, yes, yeah. please we need. Uh, so this this gentleman mm-hmm. uh, was dropped off for his date, um, got in his date's car, and uh, at, they didn't know where they wanted to go. So he said, why don't you go to a gas station? So they went to a gas station. She went inside to get something. And he took off. So they didn't really have a, a first date at all. I, I, I struggled to call that a date, really. They just went yeah. to a gas station to pick up. It was up an intention, but not they, a conclusion. Right. They, they went to a place. They shared an experience. But you're right. It's not, it's not like they had dinner. And then he skipped out and, and took her. He, right. he got this early on. Yeah. Uh, and then he went to meet her god sister. Her, her, so this is someone that, that she knew oh, that he no. then asked out. And that's how she found out where he was. You think this Because was, she texted her and said, hey... Uh, that dude, uh, I'm on a date with him right now. I wonder if yeah. this is one of those situations where she had on like her Tinder profile one of those like group photos where she would blend in with everybody and it'd be like, oh, here's me and four other women. And one of the other women in there was a sister? Maybe he like slewed yeah. that out like, whoa, that's who I want to be with. That's the way to go. I don't know. But that's, that's yeah. interesting. That is a tricky play when you put like better looking people than you in your profile. 
Uh, I, think, I think it's a horrible idea, it's, but you're trying to yeah. like say, hey, yeah. it could be one of us. It's not a tricky play. It's, yeah. it's incredibly transparent. Uh, b- before we go to break, I do have to talk about one of the comments. I do liked. I do like the the um, what the talking about Zach's Zach's shirt. We have to we have to comment today. Oh, sure. oh no! Every I every Friday, every Friday we get we get uh, Zach Lewis and a new a new shirt that he has on. Uh, he apparently he went out and bought like a bulk. <laughs> Bulk button-down shirts, but it is true. You do like you stepped off of a cruise ship. Very Miami Vice esque. I no, okay. It's not a bad look. I, yes, I've been I've been slowly ramping up the shirts because you're right. I, I went on one weekend and bought like five summer shirts because I have no summer wear, uh, and, and I, I wanted to, to get something that was hip and trendy. Yeah. So I started like I'm pretty sure you could go back on lunch breaks and chart these on Fridays. It started with like a white shirt with some little sharks on it. Mm-hmm. Easy. Then I went with like flamingos. Then last Friday I upgraded to, or I wasn't here last Friday. The Friday before I upgraded to Bulbasaur, the Pokemon, which is a little bit more spastic. Sure. And now there's this, and I think there's like a red one in there somewhere. They're all short sleeved. I only have five of them. This is the last one. I'm out after this. I think. Like I, I, I don't think gonna, I have any new ones. Go back around. It will be rotation okay. now. Yes. So <laughs> it, it, the, the the fun is over. Thank you for being a part of the ride that is. My fashion. So life. if uh, Ross or uh, was it Max? Uh, uh, TJ Max. Whoa. TJ Max. Whoa. What? What? No, fin- go ahead. Finish your I thought. I was saying if you guys would like to have a shirt sponsor. with those places. No, those are, are all fine places. You think Zach? I'm shopping at Ross? Where did you Dress- buy those shirts? Ross dressed for less? That's where you think I got this? Where'd you buy the shirts? You then? could get perfectly good clothes at Ross. Coles? What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Coles. oh, sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> Let me throw in Coles. Old Navy, I think this one yeah. came from. I would even throw in like a the- go. Let's start a GoFundMe page. I didn't where know I was talking can- to a Ross The lowest child. tier of fashion in the Galleria. All right, give me a break. I did not go to a Ross dress for less or a TJ Maxx. I, I do like Anna's idea of starting a GoFundMe page for Zach's summer shirts. Uh, so we can keep you in a new shirt if, all summer long. If yeah. Kylie Jenner can get a GoFundMe page yeah. to make a billion dollars, why, why can't I get a GoFundMe yeah. page for yep. cool shirts? Uh, come on. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have an exciting guest in the studio. Uh, it is Crush Sweets in the studio next with a surprise for everyone. Break show again. I am Josh with Zach, Anna, and Matt in the booth. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 12 until 1 doing water cooler talk and just gen- generic shenanigans. But now we have a special guest in the studio, and she brought one of my favorite things of all times <laughs> cookies. Welcome, Samara. <laughs> 
Oh, oh, one second. Good grief. Why do I always... There we go. Welcome. Got it. Welcome to you guys, too. Glad yeah. to be here. So tell me a little bit about Crush Sweets. Crush Sweets is a custom online bakery business. We work out of Commercial Kitchen here in Dallas, so there's no actual storefront. Everything is made to order. So we work out delivery or pickup with our client's schedule. We specialize in custom couture sugar cookies. The detail on it gets really, really detailed, and that's mm. the fun part for me. People like the customization that you're able to get of the cookies. We do a lot of logo cookies for companies that want to say thank you. It's the perfect way to thank your staff, thank your team, or thank your potential clients. Birthday parties, baby showers, weddings, you name it, we'll design it. I'm trying to think of like the, the best way to phrase this sentence. What is the most interesting cookie you've had to create before? I actually just did cookies that were delivered this morning by my great assistant, Alex. Um, <laughs> 90s cookies, lots of fun. I did cassette tapes and oh, a cool. boombox record, oh, a Mercedes man. Benz gold emblem. Yeah. So I get to do a lot of fun stuff like that. And the detail is where it really comes to life. And I see cookies in everything. I see fonts on trucks as I'm on the highway. So I, I see everything in replicating it. I see cookies and everything as well. <laughs> <laughs> For the right reasons. So yeah. I'm seeing a box in front of you right now. Yes. If you go ahead and hand those to Anna. So there for safekeeping, go. she can pass them down to me. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I actually included some plain ones because a lot of people say, oh, they're too pretty to eat, even though I really do want yeah. you to eat them. So there's some plain, uniced ones that you can tear into right now. So we have, yeah, well, I mean, that one. So we have these, which is the RNCN logo, which are awesome. Uh, and then we have your website in the back, which is crushsweets.com. Correct. Uh, and then, like, for, you know, say if someone knew they had something coming up, like giving you, like, a few weeks heads up, or how long would it take to come up with a cookie design? Um, the design is, the time-wise, is based on the intricacy of the design, but typically one to two weeks is what you would need for a local order, at sure. least two weeks for shipped orders. We do ship all over the U.S. I've actually shipped as far as Hawaii. Wow. So th they ship very well. They arrive great freshness. They've got a good 60 to 80 day shelf life. I don't know a lot of people who have actually let them sit. Yeah, no, yeah. Right, it's hard no. to. They're so cute. But yeah. I, I actually um, had a young lady contact me last week for a quote, and she had the cookies at her sister's wedding two years ago, and she informed me that she still has two cookies from her sister's wedding. Aw, perfectly wrapped and sitting oh, there on the great. counter. As yeah. Awesome. Uh, whenever I talk to someone who's an entrepreneur and I'm always curious, like what made you think this is what I want to do? The interesting thing is I left my 17 plus year career as a hairstylist last year mm -hmm. to do this full time. My baking business actually started when I started giving my clients my famous oatmeal chocolate chip cookies for Christmas because I wanted to give them a gift. So it became... A, a big thing every year. By October, I would hear, you know, are we still getting our chocolate chip cookies for Christmas? And of course, yes. Anytime I would bake, I would bring it into the salon to share with my clients because I'll eat a whole cake. I don't care. <laughs> so I figured, okay, let me start sharing this so I don't mm -hmm. eat the whole cake. So after years of hearing, you should sell this, I was like, okay, well, if you're going to buy it, yeah. I'll sell it. So it, at first, for about the first few years, it was only something I did during the holidays. And eventually I said, okay, let me try my hand at marketing this outside of the holidays and see where it takes me. So eventually from straddling the hair world and the baking world, it got to the point where I was definitely ready to leave the hair world behind. I've been doing hair since I was 13. 
So wow. I just wanted to do something else and get my creativity out there. So I decided to take the leap and switch to baking full time. Um, red velvet cheesecake, I must add, is one of the big staples. And I promise I will bring you guys red velvet cheesecake. Yes, please. It's <laughs> my favorite. Yes. Um, and I actually came up with a kit last fall. So think Betty Crocker, but instead of cake, it's an actual top shelf cheesecake, dry ingredients, and you just add a few of the wet perishable ingredients. Perfect instructions. I promise you will make the perfect cheesecake. But um, the cheesecake is really what I tried to initially push. But when people would see the cookies, it was like squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> and and <laughs> they wanted cookies. So I said, okay, well, let me refocus and really focus on the cookie and still have the cheesecake. I still yeah. have my cheesecake orders. I still sell the kits. You can order the kits directly online. It's great because that allows me to get my product outside of Texas. Shipping a whole cheesecake at this point is just a bit cumbersome for me because I am a small business and I can't quite devote that time and effort into doing that properly. But with the kit, I'm able to ship that. It's all dry. No problem. But the cheesecake works Awesome red velvet Oreo cookie crust cream cheese topping icing a true mm. red velvet custard. Oh my that sounds <laughs> phenomenal. Again, guys, this is a good idea if you're struggling for a birthday gift, exactly. Christmas gift, Valentine's Day. I know you got some time, but you know, I, as the holidays come around, don't don't get behind. Uh, it is crushsweets.com. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, these will be devoured shortly, I promise. Yay. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the new straw campaign that has hit uh, DFW and the nation by storm. And I'm going to tell you why it's a horrible idea. <laughs> Let me just ask you straight. Can I be a priest, please? It would be hard please. if you don't study. I have never sinned. Can I be a priest? You never did anything wrong. Nope. You've never stolen anything. Mm. Okay, that's good. Well, then you're right up there with Jesus, I guess. 
It's lonely at the top. It can be. Most of us have done things that we regret later. I'm a priest too. If I could be, if I say I am, I don't need to be a priest. I'm a doctor. See you at church, suckers. What do you do up here? What do I do up here? Well, we have a, a sacred meal every Sunday. Do you serve mashed potatoes and gravy? Absolutely not. We serve bread and wine. What about uh, pork chops? Do you have those? No, I'm sorry. We just have ordinary, you know, sacramental things. Sounds like a boring supper. Okay, well. <laughs> Dear God, I, I do not like that guy. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I like him as an actor. What's up with um, Dr. Steve Brule? That's yeah, the greatest. Yeah, Dr. Steve Brule is not my is not <laughs> Really? My I, oh, I know man. that he's a cult favorite, and you guys all like him. Just it's, for me. it's really just me, I think. I don't know where Matt and Anna land on him, but I, I'm i a fan of that. Really? Yeah. I, I'm so about I it. I don't think oh, I've ever watched it. Yeah. I yeah. Am, Oops. I'm not about that life as adding up. There's some the there's some light editing around some things too. There's definitely some definitely some things I had to cut. But for what it's worth, I enjoy yeah, it, I sure. guess. Yeah. Uh so here's this thing that, that's going on and it, it came it came to light for us over the weekend. We were at a uh local establishment here in Dallas. And uh we were Where? It, uh, name them. Shame we were them. at the Flying Saucer. <laughs> All right. There yep. we go. Uh at the Flying the Flying Saucer and uh, my wife ordered a, a water. Uh, and uh, and then she was hey because she likes to have the straw. We talked about the straw before. Mm -hmm. She likes having it. Uh, and the waitress instead of saying oh we're doing this new campaign where we don't have straws, da, 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 she goes you want to kill the environment? Whoa! Yeah, she went harsh. She went harsh. Uh, and my wife was like I don't care. Do you have a straw? <laughs> and so it caused wow. kind of a reaction, uh, only because it, there's a lot of sass being spread around. Um, so, she came pretty hard right out of the gate. Right out of the yeah. gate, yeah. Instead of saying, oh, hey, actually, we've asked that, you know, we have a uh, request only on straws because of the environmental stance, whatever, whatever it is. Uh, there's a, an action that could have been taken that wasn't being taken. Um, was that, that that beep on me? Was that a, a bell? <laughs> was um, that Josh or Matt? Yeah. Who can we blame? <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter. It was my computer. It's that fine. Was still okay, up. good. Uh, <laughs> so the, the, question, the question that I have is, it's like I understand the straw campaign. Mm -hmm. uh, it is a movement that they think, hey, it is a small enough thing that we can actually infect change. Uh, and you'll see it's, it's huge in Seattle. It's huge in California. I think Scotland uh, is saying no straws. Yeah. Uh, you know, countries are doing it. I, I, I get the movement. Here's the backfire effect. Here's why uh, straws suck is a horrible campaign. One, because that, that is the campaign. That, that's that that's what they're going for. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. Uh, it's not bad. Yeah. It, it, as a campaign. It, it makes sense. But uh, the, the problem is, is that what you have an effect, and this went into a lot of research that people were talking about, like the causality and things you don't see coming. And so they did this experiment where uh, this daycare was having a tough time with people not showing up on time to pick up their kids. And so what they did is something small to kind of like help push and nudge. It's kind of if you study uh, behavioral economy uh, and how they push and nudge people in the right direction to accomplish a goal. And so with a, um, they, they started charging them every five or ten minutes that they were late uh, so that they would show up on time. Because no one wants to be okay. taxed or penalized. What they saw was more people showed up late. Because Why? that gave them a justification. Oh, well, that's fine. I don't feel bad anymore. I can just pay you and it goes away. Right. Now you're you're... You're basically charging a little extra, but they. Sure. Uh, but for know, convenience sake, I'll spend the 20 bucks and show up right. 20 minutes. It's worth late. it. It's I worth got it to it. me. Yeah, got it. Uh, so it actually caused a bigger, bigger problem. And I think this is they're, they're going to see a backlash like this over something that's minuscule, such as getting rid of plastic straws. Plastic straws make up a decimal 
on the actual plastic problem that's happening in our ocean, in our world today. And the idea is if people focus on plastic – I see Anna rolling her eyes. If people, I'm looking for numbers. If people focus on plastic straws, that will bleed over into other parts of their lives. Uh, and they'll go, hey, you know what? Now I also need to think about plastic cups and plastic silverware and all the things that I'm using that are, that are, that are plastic. And that historically is not true. People, what people end up doing more often than not is going, oh, I'm not using a plastic straw, so I'm good. It's, it's the equivalent of saying, I went to the gym today so I can have chocolate cake. Right. And that tends to be much more of what happens at, to a society. So instead of saying, stop with plastic straws, and if you use one, I'm going to shame you, what you should do is just say, hey, here's the plastic problem we're having. Everyone be plastic conscious. Yeah, instead of you can make that on, choice. Yeah, instead of picking on one thing, going straws, aha, you know, instead of doing that, saying, "Hey, be plastic conscious," because then I'm gonna go, "Hey, you know what? I'm gonna use the straw, but I, I know in my head, if I'm using a straw, I'm gonna have to make that up somewhere else." Anna, you want to jump on this I first? I am going or, okay. to jump. On <laughs> jump in. <laughs> All right. Okay. I have thoughts, but please. So. Um, as everyone knows, I've been looking into reducing my own plastic and trying mm-hmm. to get more on board on how, you know, how we are using uh, single-use plastics. And I think that the straw situation is not, it's not as small as you're saying that. Um, numbers here say um, over 500 million straws are used in the U.S. every day. Mm-hmm. 500, 500 million. It's yep. a lot. It's not just little. I mean, the issue here is... Because obviously we just grown so used to just single use plastics. Sure. We don't know how to go back anymore and we should. I mean, there was a time when there were no straws and people survived, right? I don't <laughs> I don't I don't think it's right. right. She condemned your wife. I don't agree with that. But again, with anything, everyone has their own approach, right? So clearly she didn't have the best approach. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, a lot of times I am given a straw straight away and I don't like as as we sit down they bring the glasses and the straws and there's no chance of you saying something about it. Now, obviously then you tell them, "Oh, can you just not bring a straw?" and then they'll they'll do that. Sure. But at the same time there was a missed <clears throat> opportunity. And and what what I I think we need to have a very aggressive approach really by now because if you see islands of like miles like Miles and miles of plastic just adrift in the ocean. You were going to say kilometers. Yeah. I was. You yeah. European. And then I stopped myself. I mean, I would think in Europe, they passed legislation that you can. Single plastic use has been banned from Europe. So goodbye plastic cups. Goodbye plastic. Uh, sure. Yeah. Culinary. Yeah. Cutlery. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Oh you were so close. So, you know. Yeah. So... Uh, I part of me doesn't condemn it because. But here, but, but what, what I'm saying is, is like I understand the point and saying, hey, we're going to be plastic conscious is great. Saying straws, aha, 500 million straws seems like a lot because 500 million a day. Yeah, but you could fit those in a room. I, I don't want to say, but probably this size. But you I'm, probably use more straws than plastic bags. Well. I don't use plastic bags that, that, that often. But no one had to come out and say, hey, Josh, you can't use plastic bags because if you do, then you hate the environment. No one had to tell me that. Um, real quick, Rachel on Facebook checking in because I was going to ask about this. I assume she does actually like the environment and she yes. was just being right. sassy because yeah. it was like, wow, okay, yeah. like you're going to yeah. throw shade at me. Right, okay. got it. Uh, Josh, it sounds like you're in the pocket of big plastic. 
That's what this sounds like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, no, uh, I uh, okay. First, first things first. Just to just to dial this way back. Um, just so you know where I'm coming from. I, I still think straws are are com- almost completely pointless. You're getting the same amount of germs out of that cup that you would have got whether you drank out of it out of the side or through a straw. So that's already out. Like. Already, yeah. everybody who like who's defending straws, like functionally, they don't really have that much of a purpose. They just don't. Like we just like them because it's like, well, it just seems easy, and there's a spill cup on it because we're children and we can't hold glasses like adults. As far as like actual change goes, I, I think this is. I would liken it to something like the the idea of global warming. I think people are afraid of that because it's such a big idea, and it's like, it's so huge, and it would take so long to make any kind of change that starting anywhere seems hard, and it's like, let's just move on to other topics, let's try to figure out other problems we have in the world, and we'll come back to that one. Let's solve homelessness. Let's let's figure out healthcare, or whatever. <laughs> we'll worry about that later, like, because it's just a big deal, and so it's easier to push it to the back burner and not worry about it, and I think when it comes to cutting down on waste, or maybe saving the environment, yeah, straws doesn't seem like a lot. I agree. But it's a start. It's a something. It's moving a piece on a board, even if it's not much, right? I again, mean, again, to say we're going to be plastic conscious and we're not going to have plastics in our restaurant, that is fine. But whenever, if now, it's to say we're anti-straw. And by stopping the straw, we're, we're, we're saving the environment. Right. That is an ignorant thing to say because it's not true. Right. That makes up a fraction. And in, in the science behind it, those 50 million straws a day make up a fraction of the plastic pollution that ends up in the ocean. Uh, I saw a guy here. Uh, Jake Crawford said the straw campaign seems like saying you're fighting cigarettes by banning red colored cigarette lighters. Like you're fighting one thing that could add to it. Say we're going to stop this because yeah. we can. So and I, it's, the, it's the easy fight to make, but it doesn't really help you, and it could end up hurting you because I could say, well, because I'm, I'm not using straws, I'm doing my part for the humanity, and I'd stop doing other things that I would have done, like recycling more often or being more conscious in other aspects of my life. But, so, I, I saw a take on this on Twitter, of course, because that's where takes happen. That's where news happens. Right, yeah. exactly, which made my head spin in a little, a little bit because the person who was saying it was someone who you would think would support a straw ban. But what they said was straw bans are ableist, which is basically to say if pe- there are people out there who have a hard time would have a hard time holding a full g- glass of liquid, so therefore straws are right are useful to them uh, functional. It's not just because they like it. It's not just because it's a little bit more convenient. It's because they need it. Right. Bring your own straw. So, so, so you hate the guys that have tiny hands? That <laughs> Whoa, saying, yeah. I'm saying no, <laughs> bring your own straw Chris, Christine posted something about that on Facebook, uh, an article out of Vox or something yeah. about folks who are disabled. Yeah, and it's like people who don't have the ability to drink out of the side of a cup, people with Parkinson's, people who need that. And the counter to that, to me, like... Obviously, we feel for you, but like, just like they tell anybody else who wants to use a straw, they make pl- they make metal straws. You it can sure buy they one. do. But like, what's uh, but again? It could be, uh, it could be any number of reasons why Man. you can't hold a, a cup that day. What is the problem with saying, like Josh said, we're trying to be environmentally friendly. Yeah, we do have straws available if you feel like you need one. If you ask for one, I'm not going to give you any sass. I'm not going to be like, you're hurting the environment. I'm right, not going like, to take a picture and, and shame you on that, Twitter. That waitress was wrong. We all we all agree there. Yeah. She should not have done that. No, you're right. That's bad customer service, but you always yeah. get people like that. I mean, well, and then why doesn't the restaurant, if just but, put it on your waiters if, if you, if someone took a straw, take it out and recycle it. Sure. There's nothing wrong with but that. Like, yeah. 
Well, then, but again, put that on them. Why are you putting that on, like, people? That, that's the problem. Like, anything else is once you start a campaign, there's vigilantes that are become, they become super, like, focused on that one thing to where if you're going around, and if I'm in Portland, I assume, and I, I'm using, like, the biggest plastic straw imaginable, uh, because I would from, 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 yeah. from Texas, uh, that I would get, like, gulp. pictures taken of me and, like, this guy, I can't believe you. I would get dirty looks instead of being like, hey, there's probably a reason why. We all know that there's a problem with plastics ending up in the ocean and we need to solve that we know we each have our own fight to have and, and but when, when, when you make it a campaign about like when you go on social media and you have celebrities i use that term lightly uh <laughs> celebrities are doing a uh, I, I promised i vow never to use a straw again campaigns mm-hmm. it, you cause a bigger problem because now i'm like you know what now i, I want to use 40 straws a day when normally <laughs> i wouldn't use any but i'm so annoyed by all of these people uh, who are like starting these campaigns where they're like, I won't use a straw again because I'm a good person. Does it make you a good person? Just say, hey, I want to be plastic conscious because I, I care about what's going on and I think there's a need there and learn to leave it at that. Well, I guess that's just a human being issue. Sure. There'll be people that will be, for instance, if I only started realizing the straw problem after a friend of mine did start telling me about it. I was actually, I don't, I didn't even think about it, you know. Probably, I'm not the person I'll ask for a straw, but I didn't think about not even asking for one. So it's little steps that we can start yeah. doing, and I guess the straw is the easiest one for everybody. Because, for instance, a lot of my friends don't have recycling options in there, but if you live in an apartment, you can't you can recycle unless your building has right. recycling, a recycling bin. Ours yeah. actually does have. And there was a time where you just like put it in the car because we do care. Yeah. But I understand if you have a very busy life and you have kids, yeah. it may be hard. But the thing is, is about bringing attention to one little um, thing. As as I do agree with you, partly there's better ways to do it, and you're gonna provoke reactions to sure. extreme. You're gonna provoke provoke reactions from the other spectrum. So that's you, that's understandable. As a as a kind of a closing point. Um, there is a plastic thing that I would be more than fine if they banned entirely, and that's the, like the flimsy white plastic uh, silverware. Like that, that is useless. Yeah, they that's all like true. they're all bend and like they they melt instantaneously. Yeah. Like if you're gonna have hardy good plastics that I can wash and reuse, I'm down with that. Uh, but if you have like what they have upstairs in the cafeteria, where it's like it's that flimsy, it breaks half the time. The yeah. knives don't work. Nah. nah. Real quick, Megan on, on Facebook said there should be metal straws for that use. I agree to a point. If a restaurant rolled out and gave you a metal straw that had been run through a dishwasher, would you want to use it? No, no. no. I, mean, no. I don't want to. <laughs> it's arguably worse than drinking yeah. out of the side no. of the cup my, if you're a germaphobe. My yeah. wife made the point online, but she also has said before to me that she, she's afraid that there's something being in the straw that she can't see. Mm. Right. And then, like, you suck on a glass of water and, then, and you get, like, a thump in the back of your throat, <laughs> and it's too late. The damage <laughs> is done. Your immune system. <laughs> yeah, the damage yeah, is done. It's protein. The history blob is now down your, <laughs> yeah. down your throat. You're just old germaphobes here. Leave a hot Yelp <laughs> review, and then we'll <laughs> yeah, be on our way. Yeah. Uh, take a quick break. When we come back, we have Low Hornbuckle in studio with us. Uh, he's going to talk with us about the age-old question about hot dogs and sandwiches and where do <laughs> they meet. Can't that wait. more coming up next.
Somebody has to light the dang candles. Praise be God. Praise be God. Holy, 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 holy. <laughs> My next guest is Wizard. Hi. Hello, Doctor. Tell me about how to cast a spell on somebody. Well, you don't cast a spell on somebody so much. It... Hey, old wizard, let's do a spell. Let's check it out. Hocus, pocus, dominocus. Wizard guy, my brain. Ha! And there you are. <laughs> Pretty good trick, eh? I went to hell. You know what Winston Churchill said about that? If you're going through hell, keep going. You know what the devil said about hell? What? Welcome to hell. I stand by what I said before. I, I do not like. I what do, do you not mean? Like, what do you mean you don't like? Yeah, He's great. Uh, I, I I just it makes me uncomfortable. It makes me feel weird and awkward. And that's I, the whole point. I know. I don't like feeling weird or awkward. I had I had high school for, for that. It's a weird Done. man. There's a there's a weird like media warp hole in 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 Adult Swim content that runs at 3 a.m. on Cartoon Network. Yeah. yeah, they put out stuff yeah. like that. It's the oddest like. The weirdest stuff, Tim and Eric, and, and how to do, but uh, I, here nor there. Yes. Uh, before we get into this, uh, I want to welcome to our to the show today, uh, Low Hornbuckle. How, how's it going there, sir? Uh, it's going well on yourself. Uh, doing doing good. We just got done with a straw a straw conversation, and I want to get into another heated debate over food. Uh, but I just saw here online, uh, Rachel posted some places are using pasta straws. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm willing to try that out. Those that's soggy, right? You ever? Yeah, but after you're done, yeah, pasta. You ever? You ever bite <laughs> so, the ends off a Twizzler? Use yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Twizzler go. straws. So, brilliant. Uh, Lo, I, I want to weigh in on, on this here. Uh, there's a thing that we went out, and someone is comparing. And this is going to be again. This could get out of hand quick. Sure. Uh, someone is saying that a hot dog should fall into the sandwich category. Okay. So again, uh, I here I'll say my piece first. All right. Uh, what is a sandwich? A sandwich is meat in between two bread. Uh, that is a sandwich. Subway sandwiches are cut on the side. They put meat, lettuce, all that stuff, but it's meat between bread. Hot dog is what? Meat between bread. Man. So I am totally fine putting hot dog in the middle of a, and calling it a sandwich. Matt is in the booth. You look like a wrestler outside the <laughs> ring after somebody waiting, is just like waiting to get it. Talk the most trash, <laughs> and you're about to roll out. <laughs> you're in there like fuming. Go ahead. I'm sorry. A hot dog is a hot dog. I'm so with you. I'm it's, with you. It's a, it is a separate food item. It is not classified as a sandwich. Just because you have bread on something does not make it a sandwich. It's, it's part of a sandwich is like your intentionality of, of you, what you're making Wait. it. You can't just put bread on anything and call it a sandwich. Right. So a hot dog is a separate food item. It doesn't need to be classified as a sandwich or anything else that you might, uh, uh, you know, anything else that you might want to call it. Right. It's a, it's a hot dog. There's, there's no reason to reduce <laughs> the sanctity of the ballpark Frank okay, first off. down to... <laughs> It's either a sandwich or it's nothing. Like why? Why? Let's why does it have to be about dignity? A hot dog is all <laughs> oh the leftover parts of the pig, sir. put into a casing. Sir. Are you trying to tell me hot dogs aren't good? They're delicious. Okay, I don't even. I don't want to hear that argument. But then. I don't want to know how it's made. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead, sir. Well, I spent the last uh, five minutes pondering the deep 
philosophical <laughs> ramifications of my answer. And I thought I had an answer, but then after watching how much passion you guys have for yeah. the subject, I'm totally out of my league <laughs> to weigh in here. So for once, I may be stumped. You may have just finally gotten me over all these years. Uh, what I will say is I think it's probably technically probably a sandwich. I like that. But I think uh, having a subcategory, a sandwich is such a diverse group of things. Sure. Right. It, it almost seems like we can say it, it is in the sandwich family, but it is a separate thing sure. of itself. This is this is right up there with is cereal a soup? Like you're you're really asking questions that don't need to be asked. And and frankly Cereal's definitely not soup. I never yeah. heard yeah. that one. Is, is, it, not? is it not? No, it's not. You have liquid in a bowl and you have some things in it. Kind of like saltines, is. adding adding a tomato soup and you're on your way. So right? you you have you have steps. Cereal into and it. soup and hot dog Matt, am I wrong? Matt, is this I, I mean, I don't agree with that assessment, but yeah, that is out there. I'm not yeah. that far off. It's when, an analogy. Yeah, when no. people come to me because I, you know, I deal with baby boomers a lot, and sure. so we hear a lot of generational stuff. And when people come to me and they say they're worried about millennials, I'm going to reference this conversation. <laughs> as, <laughs> Please do. As fact that we're everyone, tackling as a young one should be really, really worried about the millennials <laughs> because this is basically the uh, does the dog when it wears pants? Does it on the two legs or on I, the four legs? I don't know what's really scary. Yeah, I don't know what's scarier questions. about millennials that we're talking about this or that ten people are watching. Us on the internet talk about <laughs> yeah. this. That's you what's know, most important. Technically, Thank I'm you. the oldest millennial. I was born in 1982. So oh, really? I'm right on the. Yeah, right, right at the, the top of I'm that bar. Exactly, I am so. right there as well. Born in 1982. Do you wear that as yep. a badge of honor or a. Uh, do you hang your head I feel in like disgrace. I can dip in and out of generations. If someone's anti-millennial, I'm like, well, I'm right, right on the edge. So I don't yeah. really count. And then if you're like pro-millennial, I can dip in. So <laughs> right. Kinda, yeah. right. Well, the rest, the rest of us stuck in the middle millennials, those are the ones we yeah. love. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's funny. Yeah, so uh, I, I want to come back to the cereal and soup thing. We will. We'll do that at another time and <laughs> no. place. Can I, can I be gone when that happens? Yeah, yeah please. Yeah, <laughs> we don't, we don't want to sully your <laughs> reputation online. I would I would fly into a rage because, like, you don't add water to soup. So, like, yeah. after it's cooked. So yeah. cereal is definitely not. Soup has, like, a broth aspect to yeah. it. It's, a whole, it's yeah. a whole thing. Have yeah. you seen what goes into pasteurized milk? Do you know what's in there? Yeah. No, you don't. I have. Okay, Stop I didn't that. mean to start this. Guy. <laughs> I really, I'm, I instantly regret. What have we done now? So, Hello, I want to congratulate you. So you're with uh, Sage Oak Assisted Living, and you guys are expanding, um, like, I don't want to say like crazy, but you guys are are building a new place out in Denton. Um, Tell me a little bit about what you guys offer here in Dallas and in Denton. Yeah, absolutely. So we're a company that uh, we pride ourselves on being the boutique senior housing company in Dallas. And so the best way to think about it is when you're considering senior housing, you know, most people deal with hotels all the time. So if you think about a boutique hotel versus a you know, a, a hotel that's sort of more traditional hotel. Um, a boutique hotel is going to have a more personalized feel. It's going to be smaller, more intimate, um, and often it's more expensive. And with our product, we actually have an ability to offer uh, a boutique experience at a price that's very uh, comparable to what would be a, just a normal experience. So all of our properties are small, intimate houses that only have eight residents in the Dallas part. So the typical assisted living might have 100 or 150 residents. So you might imagine there's a segment of the population that really doesn't want to be with 100 or 150 other people, especially if you have big mobility challenges, you know, we're dealing with long hallways, or you have somebody that has, you know, some sort of cognitive impairment like a dementia, like memory loss, where they get confused. And so going to have breakfast with 40 or 50 people they don't know could be a very intimidating kind of scary process. So we've kind of distilled all that down out of the process. And so our house kind of looks like Thanksgiving every day. So it's around eight or 10 people much more manageable number. It's easier to give great care because you have a lot of good staff for the number of residents. You can do great food because you're not cooking for 200 people. Yep. And the communication is so much better with the families. So that's really kind of what we specialize in. 
and we're we're bringing that model to to Denton as well. Well, and and that's great because I know for me, like I have uh, my mom and dad. You know, they're getting older as a as a younger millennial. I'm sorry, as an older millennial as yeah. well, born eighty two. Um, but my dad is in a wheelchair, um, and you know he's you're worried about onset dementia and those those kinds of things. And so before they were looking at going into an assisted living location, uh, but now a lot of those doors are being closed because it's no longer assisted living there's a lot more to it that goes into it like as far as like bathing and those kind of things sure. so it's good there's places out there he doesn't want to go into a nursing home sure uh but there's got to be that step in in between so it's great that you guys yeah we're kind, kind of, of in terms of our level of care we're probably more advanced in the typical assisted living yeah more comparable to a skilled nursing facility there are some things they can do that we can't under the texas licensure rules mm-hmm. However, what happens is most uh, most challenges that you have in assisted living, whatever complex medical condition someone may have, if you have more staff to handle that that issue, we have a one to four ratio during the day. So we have one caregiver for every four residents. What's more common in a bigger building might be one to 10, one yep. to 12. And so they're literally running around just like putting out fires all day, every day as the aid. Whereas in our environment, they have time to sit, visit, get to know the resident. So it's a much more personal experience. So take your dad, for example, he may say, you know, I don't want to go to a nursing home and all the stigma that comes with that. But if you said, hey, what if it was a home that only had, say, seven or eight other residents? That's a nice place, centralized location, no visitation hours. You know, mom can come see you anytime she wants. I can come visit anytime I want. Home cooked meals. And uh, there'll be somebody there if you do need a little bit of help. So if you're having a weaker day, we can help you get in and out of the wheelchair a little easier. If you need help bathing, need help food, you know, go to the restroom, whatever, take care of all that for you. And also help him remember to take his medications on time, things like that. So that's really what we specialize in. Yeah, because I remember for me, there's a, and and unfortunately it still exists, but like the stigma with the nursing home. Sure. Uh, My dad was a pastor growing up, so I went to a lot of them growing up. And you'd have the people that you just kind of like walked in, you just felt, you felt sad. Like instantaneously walking in, so it's good. There's places like that, sure. that 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 are changing that stigma. You're getting the same level of care and compassion, but in a better environment. So absolutely, that, that that's great. Um, is there a website people can go to if they have questions? Yeah, absolutely. So our website is thesageoak.com. So T H E sage like the color green, oak like the tree. So the name of the company is Sage Oak. The website is thesageoak.com. It has our Dallas locations. It has our contact info if they want to learn more. Perfect. Uh, thank you so much. We're going to take a quick, quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about, the uh, again, the attack on food with WeWork and Costco being the main offenders. typical process nor do i is it a typical process to be working on gotta go now i want to thank you both thank you all right it's back to you jim don't let her go away this uh, that's uh, what does she have a response to that is she still there 
What's that? Did, did the lady just leave? Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. We should have should kept uh, that discussion. She's back if you want her. Yes. She heard you. Yes. What would you like to know? I would like to know a response to what the gentleman said. The gentleman's a very effective spokesperson for the, for the company, but uh, obviously the people who live there are not satisfied with his explanation. Right. So what do you want now? Well, if I have to teach you how to be a reporter, Ali, I'll do that later. Oh, why don't you do that later, Jim? Uh, I think the lady expressed herself, and uh, you're not here, you're there. Would, is there any question you'd like me to ask her? Uh, no, I, I, I'll, I'll give you lessons on how to become a reporter later well, I'll on. give you some lessons on how to be an editor, because I was your boss once. Yeah, you were, and are no longer. How did that happen? Uh, well, I don't Here's know. Here's Aaron Bill <laughs> so I do, I do like that awkward situation. I do love those. <laughs> it's good stuff. Because that that's a real situation happening. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. The like fake the fake stuff. The kind. the allergy approach. Yeah. 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 Awkward. Um, if you fold a pizza slice in half, God. Yeah. Is it, does it become a pizza sandwich? Yeah. No, it doesn't. Is, no. It, is, yeah. it, is a calzone a pizza sandwich? I mean, does it have bread and meat pushed together? This so, is the, so the calzone is baked, so there's a different element there. Yeah, but bread is baked. Yeah, but again, you're not mm -hmm. baking the meat in you the bread. You can have a baked sandwich. You can have a you toasted have a fried sandwich. sandwich, like a, a Monte fried Cristo. fried sandwich. Okay. <laughs> a grilled cheese? You can grill a sandwich. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have a baked cheese. Real quick, in, in regards to the hot dog, nobody, apply, <laughs> nobody applies condiments to the side of a sandwich, right? You don't turn it on its side and apply it to the side of the meat and then eat it. It's true. But in a hot yeah. dog format, you have so to. In a in a uh, chopped beef, in a chopped barbecue sandwich, yeah. uh, when I have just chopped barbecue between two breads, is that a sandwich? Mm -hmm. is, that, is that a sandwich? I, I mean, yes. yes. So when I open that up and I put barbecue sauce on the inside and I put it in my, my mouth. No one's uh -huh. saying condiments don't make a sandwich. What he's saying is like you pour it. Along the side of, of the sandwich. After difference. I eat it, and then I pour more more barbecue sauce on the top, and then I go to town again. <laughs> wow, <laughs> sir, that that is how you do it. But you're not eating your, you know. So, yeah, maybe maybe I am out on this one. Maybe maybe I've run out of steam. <laughs> this reminds victory me, victory is mine. It's a different thing. Yeah. <laughs> this reminds thing. me of that whole bit I had about about. Uh, if you don't, if you don't have a key to your car, you don't have a car, and you're yeah, like, "That's you ridiculous." That. Yeah. You shut me down. Oh, That's how I feel about your argument. I'm just like, "No, you're, you're not making any sense right now." A hot dog is a hot dog, and a sandwich is a sandwich, and there's no reason we have to be get, get up in the you know, weeds about yeah. it. Uh, so we have two things, and we're gonna try to squeeze those two things into one 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 break. Uh, they're both restaurant and food related. Do you want to do the bar first, or do you want to yeah, do the? Yeah, that's fine. Um, so this happened, I'm guessing, uh, here recently. Uh, there was a situation, and I'm not sure what the restaurant is called. I guess they're called like Vinny Vins or Vin Vinny's Go-Go. Uh, I don't remember. I think it's in Georgia. Yeah, it's in Georgia. Uh, either way, uh, I'll set the stage for you. Uh, there is a girl. Oh, here we go. We can see it. There's a girl right here uh, who is in a halter top, and it looks like super tight shorts. Uh, her, yeah. her full derriere is showing. A guy walks by Whoa. and does a smack. And then a <laughs> smackdown is then had upon him where she throws him to, to the ground calls the cops, and he's arrested. It's right. impressive. Uh, okay, can we one, once again review the tape? Sorry, I was so caught by the first time, I wanted to make sure we, we get we get the full scene. Josh, uh, for the folks go. on the audio, can you narrate again, please? Yeah. Is that an option? Uh, so here we go. Yeah. There's this uh, waitress is serving. She's in a halter top and what it looks like to be thong underwear. A customer uh, appears to walk by. And then, oh, wait, no, she is on shorts. She yeah. is on shorts. Yeah. yeah, those are just camo. They were, they, they were camouflaged with the tape. She is wearing shorts. Yeah. So this changes the conversation a little bit. 
Oh, she has Does a it? fanny oh, pack. Oh. That's why. This <laughs> check. You <laughs> son of a gun. Uh, sir, so what I was saying when I originally thought she was wearing thong underwear was like, and again, totally has a right. do that. Yeah, he is a creep and a pervert and deserves to be arrested, 100%, okay. period. Uh, however, what I was saying was the shock value to me wasn't going to be as strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you thought she was already kind of like half naked. N- well, I... But what the the, uh, <laughs> the conversation that I had uh, before, as we were all together, was like, if this happened at the Ritz Carlton, and someone came by and like grabbed a waitress on the derriere as he was walking by, I would be like, what in the world happened? But at the time when I thought she was wearing a thong underwear and a halter top, are, are, and you mix beer into the equation, okay. I go, he's still a creep. But I can kind of see how that would happen. Are, are you saying like this? You feel like this restaurant could have had that uh, sort of laissez-faire mentality? I would say there's a laissez-faire mentality. Not that she was uh-huh. asking for it. Not that she wanted it. Not that, not that it was an invited. It. None of those things am I saying. Just uh-huh. to be completely 100 percent clear, I was just saying like you kind of have to expect that and expect the police to come and put you in jail. Right. The, the creep in the jean shorts would not be at the Ritz-Carlton. Exactly. Yes. This The stage was set, is that what you're saying? I'm saying the state, you you created an environment for creeps to come and oogle at girls. Uh-huh. And then when one guy oversteps the bounds, which he clearly did, uh, and he does that, and, does, and she was completely correct to throw him to the ground yeah. and give him a piece of her mind and have him taken away in jail, totally fine. Um, I'm just saying the stage was set for that environment. Are you saying not right, but uh, not shocking? Yes, not okay. right, but I'm not surprised. This is okay. a well, pay, fair pay peanuts get monkeys kind of scenario. Yeah. yeah. Huh. As a um, foreigner, okay. Legit question. Let's talk the truth. Um, when someone goes to Hooters, uh huh. Sure. I, is something place. like this? Meant to happen too, just because so it's not meant to happen. Uh, right. No, no restaurant that does like not. There's the Hooters. There's the Bambones. Uh, there's Twin, Twin Peaks. Peaks yeah. All these restaurants that have girls in super super tight small clothing. They're not saying, "Hey, come and have a smack on our servers." That's never what they intend. But what I'm saying is, is when you mix that environment with alcohol, Drunk people, yeah. You can the the jump to hey I'm gonna cop a feel is a lot shorter than if you're at a five star dining environment and I have too many tall Manhattans uh, and then I go and go around town. People I'm just saying the jump is farther if you're at a five star dining establishment where everyone's in like a pantsuit and yeah. a bow tie than you are when you're in skin tight clothes. Not victim blaming. She does right. not deserve that. Was not being asked for that to happen. I will, I will repeat that I, every single time I yes. talk. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'm just saying, the jump is not another. I'm going to question that because I actually had many friends that um, in London they were working in, they were um, hostesses in, in really nice hotels. And we're talking about like four and five star hotels. And they would report on stuff like this all the time. Yeah. yeah. So it is not it because sometimes people are even more are jerks because I have the money, you know, I'll just make yeah. a fly and I can do whatever I want. I'm the king of this place. So it's more a alcohol slash upbringing or mentality kind of thing than anything. It was super wrong, but I, I can imagine that happening. Megan is saying, um, 
I'm that sure happens a lot to of women. <laughs> that happens to women everywhere, no matter what. My phone died. Uh, no matter what. It doesn't yeah, matter no where matter we are. What and we're it's wearing. True. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. what Yeah, saying. no matter what we're wearing. It is true, Pegan. And again, I want to reiterate, <laughs> I'm not saying that she had it coming or that she deserved you it. You get me into more trouble than I do. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying, all I'm saying is, is that the, the expectation, not because of her, but because of the environment. The expectation when you say, hey, we're going to put on some sporting games and men will be men and sit around and drink cold beer and eat wings. And, They're and, on the patio. Yeah, yeah. On the, yeah, hang out on the patio and I'll bring this you know, girl over here and she'll be in a tight top and, and basically what looked like now we see she's wearing Daisy Duke camo shorts. But from the video, it originally looked like she was wearing hardly anything at all. Uh, bring this girl by and like those kind of environments, you're creating – a situation where it doesn't take several steps to get to bad behavior. You're cutting down the hoops that mentally I have to jump through to go, oh yeah. Yeah. So that that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking if 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 all these places went away, um I my hope would be a lot fewer waiters would be assaulted. When I worked at the Mexican food place and the barbecue place and the Americana grill, uh, no waitresses were ever groped. They all wore pants, button-down shirts, aprons, you know, or a tie and something. I would say, I would say as a woman, it's not the case. It will probably... It, just it could happen, Concept-wise, sure. you may think it's not bound to happen, but it's just, yeah. it will happen at yeah. the same time. I'm not saying it won't ever happen. That I just solved I just solved the groping <laughs> crisis of 2018. Take away Hooters and all is solved. Yeah, right. I'm not saying right. that. I'm no, just no, saying, no, I'm I, saying that you change, you change the perspective. At the same time, it, it just happens to women a lot. I, I just wish those, those uh, you know that movie where a guy goes into a woman's body and vice versa? I just wish that was possible because it would just break so many, so many. Um, you would learn so much about yeah. what it is to be a, a, a yeah, man. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think what, what, yeah. what, what a life changing Can somebody, sorry, yeah, I'm. This, in the 90s. Like a freaky, uh, freaky Friday kind of situation? I don't know. Yeah. It's like like um, Groundhog Day or okay. yeah. situation like where being John Malkovich. Yeah, he like, just wakes about? up as as a woman. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Weird. There's yeah. a, a, two movies. Well, I'll find out. Sounds like an insightful film. So, and again, I want to reiterate to everyone out there that he is in no way uh, free of blame for what he did. A hundred percent blame. He should on have him. gotten thrown to the ground. Yeah, hundred percent blame yeah. on yeah. him. Totally. He is a creep. He is a bad person. He deserves everything that happens yes. to him because of this. A hundred percent. Zero percent on on her. Yeah, just for the record. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now we also <laughs> that have... will be ignored. By the way. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred <laughs> uh, percent. Yeah, I'm sure my wife is making plenty of notes when I come home. So you said at twelve forty seven. Um, so WeWork and and Costco are on my list, which mm -hmm. I I like WeWork. I think they have a really cool a cool place to go. Uh, you could either create your own little like office pod, or like little like workspaces. All over the U.S., if you are either an entrepreneur or you have your own business or you work remotely, uh, say, like my sister-in-law, she uh, works in a 
different city than her her actual office, and they allow her to work remotely. But she wants to have yeah. like that environment. You can go and you can have your own little desk at a place. Right. It's cool. We work is one of those ideas that are like it frustrates me because like how did I not come up with like it's so naturally easy to yeah. get to. Yeah. It's a cool place to work with rad stuff. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Uh, so you pay a small amount. You get a fax machine. All you get someone that answers the phone for you. It, it's a cool setup. Uh, until, until they passed this, like uh, every single WeWork in the U.S. will no longer serve meat in their like uh, lunchroom or snack area. Hmm. Vegetarian only food because of the impact to the environment. Like you know what causes more of an impact to the environment is the construction cost building your offices <laughs> and the people who commute every single day unnecessarily. May I add? to your offices when they could easily walk to a coffee shop or walk to their dining room table to sit down and do the laptop work that they have to do. You're an unnecessary auxiliary use of office space, and then you have the audacity to go, ha-ha, I'll off-put that by not serving meat in my location. There are plenty of other things that happen uh, that you could take a huge swing at that would knock out that that that. That problem, other than saying, I'm not going to have uh, beef jerky in the drawers of the break rooms anymore. Right. Honestly, when you said they were removing meat, the first thing I thought was, oh, it's like for health reasons. It's because it's hard to keep refrigerated and they have to truck it in and out and it's a whole thing. Yeah. That would have been a better excuse. Yep. Much better excuse. Way better excuse. Not that the environment isn't important. Sure. <laughs> it is. But you're kind of making a compelling point. It's like you guys are located downtown, usually, in the yep. hustle and bustle of the most toxic smog you can possibly put out in, yep. in a culture. Like, and you, you don't shy away from that at all. You don't shy away from any of the packaging. Because, I mean, I've been to WeWork. Everything they have is wrapped in plastic. Every single thing they sell. Like, yeah. every, every Nutri-Grain bar or whatever. It's like, you're not moving away from that. So, if you're going for, like, environmental reasons, like, yeah, you're right. You guys are kind of drawing, drawing the short straw here. Um, and any little bit helps. Like, the five mil 500 yeah. million plastic straw thing. Um but you're right. It does open you up to critique in a very. Um, it just it, to me way. in these in these situations, I mean, they can do whatever they want because they'll sure. they'll they'll uh, attract the clientele that they're looking for. Clearly, is they're looking for people who either will go out somewhere and eat whatever they want, or if they want to eat the stuff that's there, then they'll be vegetarians or vegans. Um, but to me, it's just I I hate the 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 corporate side speak around all this stuff. Like just say we're doing it because we don't we don't want to have meat because we yeah. don't like it. Yeah, it, there's it's nothing wrong with it that. It costs too much to have meat on our premises all the time. Yep. Or, or like we just have it. We just disagree with it. Like yeah, because fine. we're we're vegans and we we think sure. that the that people shouldn't eat meat. Just say that. Yep. Don't don't say. <laughs> Don't you know? Right. Don't come up with some sort of sure. press release idea of uh, you know. Well, it's doing this much impact in the environment because yeah, you can start to poke holes in that. If you just want to say we don't believe you should be eating meat and therefore we're not going to do it, then I don't. I think this would land exactly the same, and probably some people would would say, okay, I I dig what you're putting down. Yeah, right. I, there had to have been at some point some kind of corporate spin where somebody in, in a boardroom was like, wait, I've got it. We say it's the environment. We pay to promote some tweets. We boost some Facebook posts. Yeah. Yeah. We work as environmental. Everybody will love us. And it's like, not really, though. Like, I get what you're going for, but why? Like, it just seems in a way dishonest. I don't yeah. know. 
Uh, and then last on my list, uh, Anna, do you want to jump into that? <laughs> Anna, <laughs> Anna, you're not a vegetarian, but but you're very health I avoid, conscious. Yeah. I avoid having meat as much yeah. as I can. But yeah. the truth is, I am with you guys there. If they are based downtown, it still mean that people will have to move in. Just call it what it is. Yeah. But um, at the same time, they have no responsibility whatsoever to have food in the premises nope. even. So, you know, sure. they can do whatever they want. But yeah, it's kind of like we are... Choose, pick and choosing, kind of picking and choosing what we want to say that yeah. we are. I, I'm not mad that they said no meat in their in their WeWork no, locations. I get it. I, I'm mad at the the excuse that they gave because it seems like a PR stunt. And if they would have spent a half a second to realize, ooh, that could backfire horribly because of our carbon right. footprint. Just by being here alone is a much bigger than any any sort of beef jerky or or you know um, whatever like peppermints we could have or pepperoni whatever we'd have sure. in the office. Yeah. Um, and the last thing on my list is Costco, and this came out a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. So I'm sure you've heard it by now, but it's been building up inside of me, and I haven't been able to get it out. <laughs> uh, and they're getting rid of their hot dog. They're getting rid of sandwiches. <laughs> they're getting rid of their sandwiches. <laughs> uh, they're getting rid of their of their famous. Uh, Costco hot dog for a dollar fifty. They really that. are famous. You could do some good eating yeah, at, at Costco. For a buck fifty, you yeah. get okay. a giant hot dog, a one pound hot dog, oh and a God. Coke. I, you I, could refill at your leisure. I don't want to. I don't want to aim to cut this story off at the knees. But I read it was the Polish hot dog, which is an alternative hot dog to the famous one. The famous one is staying. This is a different version of that. So I didn't want to cut this off at the knees. <laughs> That's what I read. I just want to make sure we're correct before we get to the knees. Some fact checking here. here. Costco. <laughs> get out the Scrabble dictionary, yeah. Matt, please. Yeah, yeah. Go check this. I just wanted to make sure before we, we grandstand and say, how dare Costco uh, take dog. away their famous hot dog? This oh, is the oh, one on thing the, uh, that uh, I won't comment on. I didn't know on. you guys <laughs> land on that. So... Anna, well, where, where I didn't know they offer different types of hot dogs. Right. I mean, what I, let me, like, what all I they have on their menu is hot dog. Maybe it, I read the wrong the wrong no, thing. Go yeah, because the the article in every news says the hot dog that you love from Costco is gone. All right. Well, then that's that. So they may I, have called their hot hot dog the Polish hot dog. Color me a victim of fake news. Yeah, <laughs> you've been con. <laughs> it's happened yeah. again. The Costco one dollar hot dog is gone. So right. uh, you were getting you were getting a buck fifty hot dog and coke, and it was awesome. And you could do fresh onions on there for your vegetable. I mean, you guys had yeah the fresh. full yeah fresh. Yeah, <laughs> it came with a little thing. You grind, you grind. Yeah, you it. cranked it out of a metal bin. Yeah, fresh. I'm assuming there's a fresh onion in there. That's You're where like onions grinding. come from. Is metal yeah. bins That's where yeah. onions go to die. <laughs> yeah, no, they crank out fresh onions on there. They were delicious. Oh, I wow. yeah, it was one of those deals that like I kind of look forward to going to Costco, pumping it when. I, I was working part-time promotions for like seven bucks an hour. A dollar fifty meal was a steal. Right, and I know this is the big banner item at the Costco food court. It's it's the one with the big board. The yeah. other one would be little individuals. Like no, this one is huge. Dollar fifty. What is it? Third third of a pound hot dog or something ridiculous. It's big. And a Coke, like twenty ounces or something. Not even sixteen. You get an extra four uh, for a buck fifty. It's 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 like the American dream. But I think it's important to consider that Costco. Probably had to have been taking a haircut on these things, right? Because nobody else has a deal like that. And the counter argument to that is... It's a hot dog. Pay, they, there's no way that I it costs that much. I gotta pay $75 to get in the door. I have to buy a Costco membership. No, you don't. Not for a hot dog. Really? Yeah. You just roll in and get because one. Because the hot dog stand... Sorry, it's a little food trick for you. The hot dog stand was always right by the... 
membership place. Right. So you walk. It's it's on in. the other side of the cashiers, yeah. regardless. So yeah. so you don't have to have a membership card. Just walk in that door toward the stand, and then just keep walking to the hot dog place. You don't show a card to get a hot dog. Boom, out. Same thing for pizza. We'll see this. <laughs> and their pizza is not bad. That's not what I bad. mean about the haircut thing. Like I think part of the whole reason they're able to have such low prices is because of their membership setup, right? That's the deal. And if people are coming in, yeah, but the dirty, the dirty the secret here is that. It's they're still they're not serving these hot dogs at a loss. Yeah, they, they, can, they, they still can, cost they less serve than that. Only hot dogs yeah. all day long and still make tons of cash. Right, but what I read was and in the incorrect article. Yeah, fake thank, news, thank was you. They were replacing this with higher priced items because yeah. they want to make more money. So no, 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 they're not taking a loss, but they could make. They could always make more. They're not doing higher. Well, they are doing higher priced items, but they're doing uh, vegetarian and vegan options. Right. There's going to be like tofu salad or whatever it is. Which again, right. if I've been to uh, enough Costco's and I, I've been I've been to Costco's all over Costco. It's not my mom, my mom and dad. I've been to the Costco locations all over uh, North North Dallas. Sure. Uh, not one person in there have ever been like, I bet they would love a good tofu salad. <laughs> right. That's so a good like, point. Get, get to know get to know your audience a little yeah. bit. I um. If they like tofu salad, they're not buying it at the at the restaurant bar at Costco. No. It was the perfect place to order a hot dog because yeah. it just felt right. Yeah. Like, I'm literally inside of a warehouse. Yeah. I might as well get a hot dog. <laughs> it's like getting the Cinnabon at the mall. Like, yeah. It just yeah. felt good. <laughs> there have been a handful of times that I have been in a Costco, uh, and I, I got, my wife got a slice of pizza. I got the hot dog. And Mike was, we at least have to walk around. We can't be the couple that comes in here and just eats and then, then, then leaves. And she was correct. We did have to walk around. Sure. We bought like some peanuts or something. And then something. you get samples. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the sample game is legit. <laughs> That's worth 75 bucks alone. Just a sample game you can get. What? Every- you know, I've never been to Costco. Oh, you got to go. Oh, I don't have a membership Anna. card. I, I, I have do. one. I, I have do. one. Yeah. We, we can t- take a, uh, Ooh, a field trip, trip one day. Costco, yeah. it's a monument to America's excess. <laughs> it's the greatest. Yeah. Yeah. Do I need 17 pounds? Packages of like 20 toilet yes. rolls. Yeah. Yes. If Look I have at how low priced it is. Yeah. yeah. That's genius. Reasonable. Uh, sorry, we went a little bit long today, but to be fair, we also started kind of late as well. So yeah. it maybe right. e- evened out. Uh, we're going to be gone on that note. We'll be back on Monday. See you guys then. We are the Lunch Break Show every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right here on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Thank you guys so much. Like, follow, and subscribe. And we'll see you guys back on Monday.